The purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. It is no substitute for professional care by your doctor or your qualified healthcare professional. Never disregard or delay professional medical advice because of something you've heard on this podcast or in any linked material. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions. Dr. Shirley neither endorses nor opposes any particular opinion discussed on this podcast. The views expressed on this podcast have no relation to those of any academic, hospital, practice, institution, or other entity with which Dr. Shirley may be affiliated. Welcome to Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty. This podcast is curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD, as the definitive source of holistic wellness through beauty. I'm straight, okay, but I love same, same, so same. many women. But listen, who cares? Like fluid, either way, who cares? I love so many women. I love my mother mm-hmm. for her strength and her confidence. I love my sister for her authenticity. I love my cousin. Shout out to cousin Margie in Arizona for her entrepreneurial bravery. Oh my goodness, I lo- I love Miss Oprah for doing what she does. I love Beyonce. Because she's Beyonce. Duh. And I love Rihanna. Oh my Ooh, gosh. I love Rihanna. Whoa. She's everything. I'm and going she's to just admit. becoming more and more. And more and more and more. And I have to admit, when she first came out, you know, Umbrella, Ella, Ella, I was like, oh God, no. Oh. But she has grown and matured and become this badass woman. She's, she's amazing. Amazing. So I have mad respect for her. Nothing but respect for Nothing her. Nothing but respect for her. Let's see, who else? Oh my gosh, the the female presidential candidates, brave. Brave. I, I, I love women in general. I love my tribe. Yes. I love yes. my tribe, and I am so happy to be a woman. I'm, I feel <clears throat> that the universe knew what it was doing when it sent me into this world as a woman yes. for this life here. Hashtag double X. You named some of my role models as well. Uh, Obviously, Oprah, as I mentioned earlier. Yes. Um, Rihanna, we already found out about (laughs) her. We talked about bad gallery. Yes, yes. Beyonce, of course. (laughs) Look, if you want to get me in a good mood, just turn on some Beyonce. It's over. (laughs) I mean, I think that's a lot of women in the world. Um, I love Elaine Welteroth. She was, she's the former um, editor-in-chief for Teen Vogue, and she's one of the women that help me to see myself and keep moving forward and in, in what my goals are. Yeah. I love her. Yeah. She's just everything. Um, she's got good energy. I think I've met her once very briefly. I did too. And I, I fanned out, but it was so funny <laughs> because she didn't know. So I was out, I was at a music event with my mentor yes. and um, the way that it happened was so serendipitous. Shout out to the universe. <laughs> but it was at the end of the show and we had been drinking and I was a little tipsy. And I right. remember seeing her once the lights came up and she happened to be with a lady whom I know who's her friend, but I didn't know that they were friends, right. uh, a, a musician by the name of um, Adeline. Okay. So, so you sobered up straight away. All I did was <laughs> wave from across the room, but it was so cheesy. And she waved back. Oh. You know, she has a platform. I'm sure she knows that she has fans out here. She's yes. very respectful. And then I immediately left because I knew the people that I were with, 
Obviously, she's friends with Adeline. This I could talk to her, but I'm a little drunk. I don't want to do it. So <laughs> I left. Embarrass yourself. I, exactly. I left <laughs> immediately. But my mentor told her that I love her. Yes. And she was like, oh, she should have spoken to me. And I was like, well, oh. I waved. And that's all I could do in the moment. But I know our our paths will cross again. Again. Um, I hopefully, I will interview her for Success Talk. Maybe or... she's listening to this podcast. She may Maybe she's going to reach out. <laughs> be like, you know that Alexis Ray? I'd love to meet her again. <laughs> Everything is possible, Alexis. And right Everything. now, I'm really enjoying Nancy, Nancy Pelosi. Oh I'm gosh. really enjoying her. Um, I love her bravery. I love her tactics in dealing with the issue at hand. Yes. And um, I think it's just, it's perfect. The stars have aligned for women right now. Again, representation to just see ourselves in ways that we've really never seen ourselves before. And I think the way that she is channeling her power um, and channeling her patriotism for the country mm-hmm. is it's iconic and i'm so happy to be alive during this time in history and i can't wait to see what else she is going yeah. to do um not just for herself and for yeah. us but for the other women yes. that are you know in in the government that are yeah. looking to make a difference and in these spaces where we haven't really been welcome to take up space before, um, I think she's a perfect leader for them. So, Well, shout out to those women, to the up and coming game changers, tastemakers, leaders, thought provokers. Yes. And, and obviously Miss Maya Angelou. Oh she, my gosh. She, she just, she speaks to our hearts in, in everything. And even though she's passed on, um, I like to, call her energy wherever it may be yeah. she's the one that taught us to call our ancestors yeah. in the room i really hope she's in the room with me right now yes i'm sure she is and we rise and we rise, and we rise. <laughs> do you consider yourself a leader i am beginning to consider myself as a leader more and more each day um i have a lot of younger siblings and so in that regard i've always felt like it was my responsibility mm-hmm. to lead by example mm-hmm. And as I look at the condition of the world sometimes, the only thing I can think is, okay, the most positive thing I can do is just be positive myself. And so um, in that regard, I feel like I'm a leader. The reason that I continue with success talk, even when it's not the easiest thing, because it requires a lot of myself. Yes. um, Time, energy, finances, all of it. Love. (laughs) confidence yes yes (laughs) but it's because um i want to be a leader for those that just are looking to see representation of themselves yeah so i do consider myself a leader i'm proud to be a leader and i'm looking forward to growing in my leadership cheers to that thank you (laughs) do you consider yourself a leader i do i didn't for the longest time because i was just trying to get through and make it through the first residency and then the second residency and then my fellowship i was just and then you know having my own practice i was just trying to get through and i wasn't realizing what was happening outside of me for and about me because again i just had a bit of tunnel vision like power through, get through, you're going to be okay, you're going to do fine. Um, But now I definitely consider myself a leader and not, no longer an anomaly. And if I am an anomaly, then I revel in that difference. I revel in it. Call me what you will. I don't care. And you are setting the tone and you're creating, you're clearing space, you're clearing the path for other female surgeons. I have to tell you, because there was a lot of to clean up (laughs) on that path. (laughs) And sometimes rather than a scalpel, I was using a shovel to get the crap out of the way. 
But I hope that I have cleared a path, at least for one young woman, or even young man, it doesn't even matter anymore, but significantly for one young woman to follow in my footsteps to a certain degree and then take off and go to the stratosphere and do more and beyond what I have ever done. Exactly. And we are not just women, but we're women of color. Yes. And so in being a leader, like you said, maybe also a guy, but there are just so many ways that we can influence as yes. leaders ourselves and so many people that we can influence because we cover a lot of ground right. in our existence. Absolutely. And we are colorful. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I believe your question is next. Yes. Uh, what inspired you to start your podcast focusing on beauty, fashion, and living well? So I feel that I have a lot to say. And it isn't just on plastic surgery. And I thought for me to be able to put out my message about holistic beauty and empowerment through beauty, um, using the needle or the knife or not, I thought that it was important for me to have a larger platform to philosophize, if you will. (laughs) And believe me, the first few podcasts I was philosophizing and lecturing, and it wasn't necessarily the best format, but I've grown and evolved, and now I do interviews, which I think have been fantastic. Um, So I decided to do a podcast in general because I wanted to get my message out there because I, I think it's an important one. It's not just about how you're looking, and it isn't just about you know, having a plastic surgery procedure, it really is about women's empowerment, or just empowerment in general, through the language of beauty. And this is the language, one of the languages that I speak, it is that of beauty. And that's how I hope to have my impact. Now, why on the subjects of fashion, I mean, I think for me, beauty is obvious, I'm in the beauty industry. But why also add the fashion and the wellness was because for me, Beauty is on the spectrum of wellness, as is fashion. It's a whole spectrum of wellness. And whether you are at the beginning of it, the middle of it, or the end of the spectrum, for example, with plastic surgery, we are all under the same umbrella. I think everyone wants to be beautiful. Everyone already is beautiful. And I think everyone wants to figure out a way to put their best face forward, put their best foot forward, and live their best lives ever. I will not appeal to everyone, and that's okay, and I accept that. But I do think that calling into the podcast the subjects that I love, fashion, wellness, and beauty, the subjects that I am deeply passionate about, I can speak to them with authenticity and credibility. And therefore, if I'm going to bother saying anything at all, it better be something that I know something about and I believe in. So that's why the podcast and that's why fashion, the art of living well, and beauty, forever fab, hashtag forever fab. <laughs> and I thank you for creating Forever Fab. Thank you. It resonates with me, and it. it thank you. I have taken a lot from the few interviews that I've watched, and I'm. It. It's just amazing. I love the perspective of women. So you again are just opening up uh, doors to these perspectives that we may not have if you didn't have your podcast. So I thank very you. much appreciate that. I am grateful. Thank you. Now, what inspired you to create Success Talk, and how do you motivate yourself to do it? Because as you mentioned, it's not always easy, and it doesn't necessarily come naturally. You have to find the guests. You have to do logistics. You have to uh, mesh schedules. So how do you keep doing it and doing it well? So I started Success Talk because um, I needed exactly what I'm giving. And uh, most entrepreneurs do start by solving a problem that yeah. exists. And I 
really believe that we don't have enough representation of women in enough spaces and we are everywhere, mm-hmm. which is why I don't limit the industry or the level in the industry of my participants. I want women that are CEOs. I yeah. want women that are students. Yeah. I want women that are in their entry level career yeah. and I want women that are changing their career. I want to yeah. talk to all women because everyone needs something. Yes. And if we are able to see someone that is doing something that we thought we may want to do or may not be anything that we want to do, but they may just be interesting for whatever reason you find them interesting for. I believe we should have access to those stories. And, um, it, since I've been doing it, I find myself more and more encouraged by the women that I speak to, which is what motivates me and keeps me going because I'm able to, take something valuable from every story that's been shared with me and it helps me become a better woman so I know that the audience that is tuning in is also getting at least one thing yeah and even if it's just the woman that I speak with that gets something because it's always a fluid conversation so we it's an exchange it is an exchange and uh while I um I transcribe my interviews for a written article so we I take out a lot of the conversation which the audience doesn't get to to have that's why you need a podcast (laughs) which we're working on I'm I'm uh, just saying I'm trying to uh get more comfortable with my voice just as I shared with you earlier (laughs) yes and it I you know whatever that's that's neither here nor there so yes representation was uh the number one reason that Mm -hmm. I that I created success talk I thought it was very important to share these stories of women and then also again like I said earlier my experience working with women was just easier Mm -hmm. and I think if we're able to share our experiences in the professional place it allows women to be able to kind of figure out what to expect or Mm -hmm. or start to strategize before they even have to deal with these things right also I wanted to challenge the idea of success in the way that we define success Uh, I don't believe that it's just professional at all well how do you define success I define success as an overall happiness or dedication to your happiness Mm. happy happiness is not just um like a blanket thing that you can just put on and say okay I have on my happy blanket so I'm definitely happy (laughs) it takes decision making to be happy you have to make choice we spoke about you have to make the right decisions for yourself that will result in you being happy with what you've done and that goes beyond just professional. If you're not taking care of yourself in a personal space, whether it's eating correctly, exercising, yeah. meditating, prayer, if that's what you do, connectivity yeah. with your family and your friends, alone time, right. whatever fills you up. Mm-hmm. If you're not doing that and you're not taking your full self into your professional life, you're going to have some imbalance. And so challenging people to consider taking care of themselves more oh. and creating that as a job for themselves as well, making it a priority for yeah. yourself, thinking about it, talking about it, right. challenging your friends, your peers, because sometimes people don't realize that they're not taking care of themselves yes. until someone who they trust is honest with them and says, hey, is everything okay? Or, you know, yeah. you haven't been your usual self. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. So um, that is... 
that those two reasons were my motivating forces for creating Success Talk. And I am so proud of the work that I've been able to do thus far. I'm so proud of, of the women that I've spoken with and the things that they've shared. Because as I said, we've all left our conversations with something that helps us elevate ourselves. Well, I am really proud of you for doing what you do and what you continue to do. And I must say that the self-care is it's a really hard one. It is a repetitive theme on this podcast, at least, because it's something that we all can improve upon. And it's very interesting that when I ask um, about the Fab Five, which you will get to answer a little bit later, one of the things that re- often comes up is self-care, love yourself, do for yourself, spend time for yourself. So I think it's something that we always, uh, we often can improve upon. And then to your second point, happiness is a choice. Mm-hmm. It goes back to that choice that we were talking about earlier. Happiness is a choice. Um, and I like what you said about being dedicated to your happiness. I'm going to quote you on that as well. So I asked you about how you define success. How do you define confidence? Confidence to me is being unapologetically yourself. Yep. And whatever that means, um, you know, it's not about the external as much as it is about the internal, but you can be confident in an array of ways and Mm -hmm. it's not the same for everyone. I think confidence is being bold in your truth. Mm -hmm. I think confidence is uh, being comfortable with everyone else around you because Mm -hmm. you know who you are. And just because you know who you are right now doesn't mean that's all you're ever gonna be. That's right, But that may change. And it should change. Change is the only thing that's constant. So you're going to continue to evolve. However, you don't have to wait until you evolve to be confident. You can be confident right here, right now with what you have right now. You have everything you ever need and you always will. You've had it since the day you were born and you'll have it the day that you expire or transition. I don't want to say expire. So I think confidence is just a steadfast hold onto what you believe about you and about Mm -hmm. the world that you exist in and you don't allow anyone to take that away from you. And and you're not afraid to show it because yes. sometimes we we know who we are but we'll hide it. Right. And I think that is my challenge. Mm-hmm. Right. I know who I am. Right. But I hide it. Right. But we're not always it reminds me of a Marianne Williamson quote. I might have to bring that out. Right? I know I have it somewhere. And it is it, it speaks exactly to that. And it's and it asks us, you know, who are we to oh, not to let not. our yes. yeah to not let our shine through ah here it is and I quote Marianne Williamson quote our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure it is our light not our dark darkness that most frightens us we ask ourselves who am I to be brilliant gorgeous talented fabulous actually who are you not to be end quote that quote is the story of my life. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Wasn't she running for president? <laughs> she was. Oh, it's, my she gosh. She may still be. Is she I'm still? I, I haven't heard much, but oh, Sorry. my goodness. Marianne Williamson, thank you so much for that book and uh, for that quote. And thank you for the book, A Return to Love, which I think I'm on my second or third reading now. But I love your definitions of confidence. They are all-encompassing, and I agree with absolutely every single way that you describe them. I think I would add for me, with my definition of confidence, is knowing that you know. Knowing that you know who you are, who you're not, um, 
And even though you don't necessarily know what you want to be or where you want to be, but deep down there is a knowing. And it is a steadfast and steady and fixed but flowing knowing. Like you said, at maybe, you know, at 12 years old, you may not know what you want to do, but you just know deep down, you just know that you know. And then maybe at 26, you don't know what you want to do, where you want to be, if you want to get married, but you know that you know. And maybe at 45, whatever the case may be, you just know that you know. You Being know about comfortable in, the, in uncertainty as well. Like, you can be comfortable in uncertainty. Yeah. It's okay to not know. Yeah. But deep down, even with the challenges, you know that you know you're going to get through it. You just know. You don't know how. You know if or when. You just know. So I like that. I like the way you defined confidence. Thank you. And I'm glad we have it on a podcast. It's recorded. So if I ever need to go back to it, I can just <laughs> pull it up. <laughs> Your question next, Ms. Ray. Uh, what are three things that you do every day to ensure your success? Oh, I, one of the first things that I do when I wake up is I give gratitude for my day and my life. And then that's the first thing that I do. One of the other things that I do is that I, re- I take my time in the morning, whether I have to wake up at 6 a.m. or if I have to get going by 9 a.m., it doesn't matter. I really try to take the time to be very present in my moment because you never know how the day is going to unfold. Even when you know that you know, <laughs> things can happen and you don't necessarily know how things are going to end up so for me taking that time in the morning to be with myself and to be very deliberate about the time that I spend with myself in the mornings that's something that just helps me to set the tone sometimes I meditate most of the times I do not I usually wake up and have my day planned in such a way that I don't allow myself too much time for the extra 20 minutes for meditation which is why it's important for me ironically, to take my time with the things that I have to do and just be very present in that moment. So for me, being very present in the moment is like a meditation. Um, So that's two things, giving the gratitude, um, being uh, present in my moment. And then the last thing I think I do throughout the day is really breathe deeply and exhale. Because sometimes there are moments when you catch yourself holding your breath or doing the shallow breathing thing And I just have to remind myself to take a deep breath and exhale and pause. Pause and think about that choice again. Pause and think about the best outcome for everyone involved. And then just pause to think about what it is that I need in the moment. So those three things, gratitude, being present, pausing and breathing. I... Love that. And I just want to chime in on your meditation comment. Yes. I believe in living meditation, Mm. which is what you said in your presence, right? And so getting to that point where you can be so present that it does feel like a meditation. And one of my favorite meditations at this point in my life is washing dishes. Oh. And I feel there's something kind of cathartic about Mm -hmm. the water and then just the, you know, the dishes and the, yeah, there's a ritualistic, the cleansing. cleansing. Right. I agree. Um, So for my morning, and how I set myself up for success. Yes. One, I love drinking tea. Yeah. I always have tea in the morning. Is that a ritual for you? It is a ritual. Mm-hmm. And I always read something inspirational while I'm mm. having my tea. Okay. Um, 
I have mantras that I recite, whether it's through journaling yes, or I just take a moment and let them flow through my brain yeah. or I'll say them out loud while I'm in the shower yes. or whatever it is. I, I just have to do that reassurance, that verbal reassurance for myself. Um, and then I always speak with my loved ones in the morning. Mm. Um, I have a group chat with my dad and one of my brothers oh, that's, that's been great. going on for like seven years now. Oh, that's amazing. And every morning we just get in there. We, we share love with yeah. one another. Yeah. And uh, someone usually says something funny yeah. so you get a good laugh. <laughs> right. That's beautiful. Um, so that's that's typically how I start my morning. Yeah. Uh, I'll try to do something physical. Obviously yes. stretch myself out. Yes. But that doesn't always happen. <laughs> but then I try to, you know, make my stairs count when I hit the stairs. That's right. Yes, I, <laughs> I know. Gotta, I'll engage the abs That's as right. I'm walking. Yeah. <laughs> Crunch the core. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> do an extra step. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I think those are a few things that I do to ensure my, well, I know those are a few things I do to ensure my success. Make sure that I'm grounded within yes. myself. Um, make sure that, and I do think tea is something that it, it's very cleansing for me. Um, it was medicine before it was just a beverage. Yes. And just the love, the family love, it really helps me to, again, remember who I am. Sometimes right. you get into the world and not everyone knows how to show the good love. Right. Right. I think we all have different expressions of love and it mm. can come out a little callous. Mm -hmm. um, but it's still love. I yeah. think love is the only thing that exists. It's just a lot of different variations <laughs> of it. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, that, that, that really ensures that I feel my best. Okay. If you tell me what your favorite inspirational quote is, I'll tell you the one that may or may not be my favorite, but I use it all the time. I have a few, but I will say the one that I go to most is be still and know that I am God. Mm. And I am very spiritual, not extremely religious. Uh, I was raised Christian. I'm now a Buddhist. Oh, my but gosh. But I absolutely love that quote or that that scripture. Is it? Yeah. Because um it reminds me in times of internal chaos or yes. external chaos yes. that there's something else that's in control. And mm -hmm. they are going to make sure whomever they are, whatever yes. they are, I believe there are multiple entities that make this whole thing operate properly. Yes. But they are going to make sure that all is well in the end. Yes. And so if you can just be still and remember right. that. Yes. You're good. You're golden. That's really amazing because I was raised devoutly Catholic and... I have my concerns about the Roman Catholic Church, um, but I am still grateful to the church for the ritualisticness of it, for teaching me about uh, faith, and obviously my parents teaching me about faith. But um, it's interesting because I also gravitated towards Buddhism, because for me, not so much as a religion, but as a way of life. Exactly. Yeah, and I'm way more spiritual than I am religious. Mm -hmm. So my um, all-time, I use it a lot, quote, and I'm still not sure exactly what the author meant by it, but I have my own interpretations, and it is, beauty will save the world. And I tend to ascribe beauty as inner beauty and beauty that surrounds us. Because I firmly believe that if there were more beauty in the world, internal beauty, beauty that surrounds us, that we actually see and can feel, there, there would probably be less war and less conflict. I think I'm holding on to that. And I would like to add to that and say, if there were more of us challenging ourselves to see the beauty, mm. right? Yeah. Because I it think- It could be there. It, and we it could, could be just there. not see it. I mean, there's beauty in everything if you can find it. And 
beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Right. So what I think is beautiful, you may not necessarily agree. But if we all try right. and challenge ourselves to find that beauty right. in everything, right. then yes, I do believe it could save the world. Yep, there you go. You I see? love that. I'm not the only one. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So I'd like for you to please provide a few of your top resources where we may learn more about self-empowerment and personal and professional development. What are your go-to resources? So they're pretty unconventional, if I must say. I love say. that. Uh, the first one is meditation. Okay. I feel that if you take a moment to stop and go inside yourself. Yes. And connect with that part of yourself, which, whichever part needs you to listen, actually. Yes. You will be able to navigate where you need to be. And when you go inside, you hear things that you just can't hear when you're busy in your day-to-day -day life. Yeah. And so wisdom. I believe, yeah, exactly. So yeah. I believe meditation is, is one of the most important places that we can find our self-empowerment mm -hmm. because you can see what's wrong when you go inside. Yeah. You, you get know? a lot more clarity when you meditate. I know I do. Yes, yes, okay. and yes. Okay. Um, reading anything by Maya Angelou. <laughs> uh, one of my favorites is uh, Mom and Me and Mom which talks about her relationship with her mother and her grandmother as mm. well as with herself. And I just, I don't know, I read that book and I closed it feeling like I could do anything as a woman mm. because of the way that she described life. Mm -hmm. it, it opened up my perspective of what my life has meant up until now and okay. what I can be sure that it will mean moving forward because I now have more um, signposts for my intention, my intentions, right? Yes. So that's, that was deep for you. Yes. Okay. Very, very good one. Okay. Um, and then I love the internet. So <laughs> I do. I, I can't deny it. I love the internet and yes. I love searching Instagram using hashtags like oh. um, self-empowerment, empowerment, women's empowerment, mm -hmm. inspiration, mm -hmm. success, any hashtag, mm -hmm. like whatever you're yes. interested in. If you go to that search box, you type in a hashtag, you come across everyone's perspective on it and you That's get true. you get visuals. And of course, they have their captions so you can <laughs> yeah. read a little. Yeah. Uh, also, YouTube. Right. True. Anything that you have a question about, the internet literally has so much information. So Sometimes I think too much. Too much, exactly. I meet people with internet MDs. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. let's have a conversation about that. Yes, and you, I mean, you have to, um, you have to be wise in what you choose right. to, to read. Discerning. And, and exactly. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I do think YouTube has a lot of content. Digital mm -hmm. content is, is yeah. the way of the future, as we know. Here we are creating yeah. digital content. That's right, yes. <laughs> um, and so I believe that, you know, just using the Internet as a resource versus a distraction yeah. or all these other things. Right. So I have really mastered using the Internet as a tool. Yes. And in, uh, Instagram and YouTube are two places that I always go when I'm looking for just a little extra oomph. Yeah. Right. Dish. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, and then I listen to a little Beyonce or Destiny's Child. Okay. Like I, if I'm having a bad day or if I'm not feeling as confident as I could, especially since she dropped the um, Homecoming Live album, which is all of her greatest hits. Yes. Live. Right. And she made a visual. You can't go wrong with that. You leave it inspired. Yeah. You just you can't help yourself one because you see the entire span of her career, yes. what she's doing. You're like, well, if she could survive, 
obviously I can survive. She's mm. just such a diva. Mm. And I am a diva. Yes, you are. So <laughs> don't be afraid of that. Let it all out. I'm working on it. <laughs> I am like, let the world know. Yes, this is just one step of many to come. Exactly. So but I applaud that. Yeah, so I think, you know, those those are some of the things that I would recommend. I mean, if you're not a Beyonce fan, I'm sorry for you. But <laughs> but definitely u- utilize uh, the internet as a, as a tool. And I'd say just search keywords because what resonates with me may not necessarily resonate right. with you, but right. you know what you need. Right. You Use the internet wisely. Go on there and, and just search for what you're looking for answers to. And you may not stumble across the best information immediately. Yes. But do your due diligence. Of course. Go through and find what actually makes sense. And you can feel on the mm-hmm. inside when things resonate. If yeah. you pay attention to your body, right. your little heart will tingle. Yeah. Your little fingers will right. tingle. Your like, gut may do something. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So use the internet wisely, people. Agreed. So that's a beautiful segue to the last question that I have for you, Ms. Ray. And this is the Fab Five. So what are your top five recommendations for living a beautiful and successful life? Your top five recommendations. And they may repeat from what you said earlier, but your top five. If you only had five. If I only had five. So one, I would say meditation. And again, I believe in living meditation. So that um, is very important to just be aware be aware of your breath. Be aware of your thoughts. Be aware of your words that you share. Yes. Be aware of your intention when you choose to share something. I think a lot of times people forget that their intention matters and it matters more than we give credit to. Yes. Um, resting. Two. I think rest is very important. And because uh, professional success is such a trend, a lot of people will sacrifice sleep to mm. get ahead. Mm-hmm. And you're not doing your best work if you haven't gotten rest. Just so rest to let to you guys rejuvenate. know. Exactly. Rejuvenation. Okay. Um, love. And that All can kinds, be two parts. Self-love. I'll say, love. It, I'll say it's two parts, okay. right? Because self-love is extremely important. Um, you know, speaking kind to yourself, doing things that you love to do, being nice to yourself. Yeah. Uh, my husband, I love him so much. One of the oh, things sweet. he says to me all the time yes. is, now you make sure you're being nice to my wife. Aww. And every time he says that to me, it reminds me that some of those unkind parts aren't mm-hmm. necessarily for me. They right. they just happen to exist and we all have them. Yes. But it can go away if yes. I do my work to make right. sure that I stay where I should be. And he says that to you. Yes. He wow. looks at me and he says, make sure you're being nice to my wife. Oh, my gosh. That's deep. I love that. Exactly. Thank you, Christopher. Thank you, Christopher. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then love of friends and family, mm-hmm. sharing, giving, receiving, all of that. It's so important. And um, I know for myself, I went through a, a moment where I, I would isolate. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't want to be bothered. Yeah. I was. You, I was withdraw- just, you would withdraw. And sometimes I still do it. It's, it's a guilty pleasure of mine. And it's not even that I'm sad. Sometimes I'm just so happy I want to be alone. Yeah. But I'm not sharing the love inside of me with, with the people around me. Yes. And yes, I need love, but they need love too. Right. And you never know what you may say or do for someone that really impacts their life their life in a way that you hadn't even intended. Just by sharing. Just by sharing. Just by sharing love. Just by sharing yourself. Just by being present. By showing up. Yeah. By saying, hey, I, I see you. I see you. And I Be- hear you. I hear you. I feel you. Right. You know? So I think that that's very important. And then the last thing. Oh, no. That was just 
Number three, you have two more. <laughs> no, no. Meditate. I said two was two. I said love was two parts. Oh, okay. I thought that was three A and three B. <laughs> so you mean three and four? Okay, fine. If you want, if you want an extra one, okay, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you. Um, okay. Number four. Fab five. Uh, study. I think studying is so important. And I don't mean just educational. Not bu- not just books. Yeah, not just books, not just going to a uh, school. So it's study yourself for your purpose or study? study yourself, study whatever you're interested mm-hmm. in. Um, study the world. Do the Study work. what's going on. Do the work. But okay. definitely study. Okay. I like that. Do and the work. Number five. Rounded it off. Number five. Number five. Lucky number five. <laughs> I said meditation. Yes, you said meditation, meditate, rest to rejuvenate, love, self-love, and others, give and receive, and then study, do the work. Affirmations. I don't think I don't think I even give myself enough credit for affirmations. And it's something that I'm trying to get more comfortable with. Um, the power of our voice yeah. is real. And um, I went through this with prayer, and I think it was part of the reason why I wasn't really comfortable with Christianity, mm-hmm. because I, I just never felt comfortable praying out loud. Yes. And um, so then when, it, when I learned about affirmations and the power of speaking uh, greatness into yourself, mm-hmm. I never felt comfortable saying it out loud. Right. Again, that, like, I know I'm great, but yes. sharing it is a little weird. Right. So, like, I can be great on the inside. Right. But taking it a step further and pushing it out mm-hmm. um, has been a challenge for me. But I know it's so important. And I know that when I force myself to show up in that way and to use my voice out loud to affirm my life and my mm-hmm. being, mm-hmm. It makes a world of difference. I like that because I too have, you know, an issue with affirmations because again, it sounds hokey. Mm-hmm. Like, like, what am I saying to myself? But that <laughs> goes, you know, deeper, and mm-hmm. that's something that needs to be examined. But mm-hmm. um, I, I like that work on affirmations because, and I will quote you on this: "The power of our voice is real." Mm-hmm. Thank you, Alexis, for your time or and for this fabulous Fab Five. Yes. <laughs> so I will end on that note. Because the power of your voice is very real. Thank you so much, Dr. Shirley. Thank it's you been a pleasure. so much. Thank you, thank you. Continued success to you. Yes, and to you as well. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you, dear listeners, for listening to this week's episode of Forever Fab. Stay beautiful inside and out. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty, curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD. Live beautifully and help make the world a more beautiful place.